Welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Shinobi Gami. I am Ellie, pronouns are she or they. And with me today we have Owen. Hi, my name is Owen. I'm the founder and editor of Big Gay Nerds. Uh, my pronouns are he and him. And today I am playing Otomojiro of the Husaba, um, Hasuba Ninja Army. And we have Joe. Hi, I'm John. It's also sometimes Joe. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. And uh, today I'm playing uh, Yamamoto Seiko, uh, who is a Lost One clan uh, ninja. Okay, so previously on Shinobi Gami, an ancient dagger was discovered by archaeologists. Uh, as it was being analyzed and restored in a secret bunker underneath Meiji Shrine in Shibuya, rumors about it immediately began circulating among private collectors, occultists, and organized criminals. Rumors of it being the Kamakiri, which houses a god and thus could be used to slay them. As a priceless treasure of Japanese spiritual history, the dagger was placed under the tightest protection secular and supernatural authorities could muster. Less than 24 hours later, it was stolen. The culprit was Takagi Mina, an exile Hirosaka agency ninja turned black market arms dealer. She broke into the shrine, bypassed the wards and security, and got away clean. Unless somebody can stop her, a priceless artifact is likely to vanish into a collection of curiosities, or worse. At those closest on the trail are the two of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we both we both have her location. Um so that means that like whatever she's doing, we can just like show up, right? Right. And or, specifically mechanically, you can target her for combat scenes, which are a, oh. a way to try and get the prize from her, which is the dagger. Okay, now I get it. Sorry. So like we could yeah, yeah, so we could still like show up to do drama stuff with her, but not necessarily combat. Right. Okay. Alright then. Like you can like so, show up in a public place and have like a meaningful conversation and like slip away afterwards or like try to right. for the okay. drama scenes, but combat is a uh, different mechanically. Right. I like that. That's got like a little I like mechanics interacting this way. Um, I, I, there's a, it's like, it's like Legos clicking together to me. Nice. Um, so do we, is there a particular setup for this next phase or are we just choosing scenes like how we did before? So there's nothing formal. I figured I would start with, um, the master, uh, phase, which like basically take a turn with Mina, and then uh, each of you take a, a phase like before. All right, that works for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it actually has uh, instructions here. All right, so nobody has dug into her secrets. So she will have a scene in a public place to form an emotional bond with player one. Who did I give player one to? That was Seiko. I, I guess okay. I was going to say Jonix like went first. Right. So yeah, yeah like it, it's connected to like uh, player one has a like one of the like the a specific secret. I guess. Ah. Uh, oh. Okay. So Seiko, a public place. Seiko loves public places. <laughs> yeah, it's their favorite. Let me look at the book here. So I figure this is the... Let's 
somewhere noisy. There's like a chattering, raucous crowd, like just like a out outside on the street. It's still uh, still uh, like sometime after midnight, but before morning sets in. Um. So does that sound good? You think uh, Seiko would still be out and about or heading home or? I think if, if Seiko's got a, uh, an important mission like this, um, they're probably going to be out until it's, until it's done. Okay. Um, just cause like, uh, you know, gotta, gotta protect the, the, the little brother. Um, but you know, they can right. leave a note. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm thinking, it just occurred to me. Um, would uh, Seiko be following Mina around, perhaps, like from a I distance? Think, yeah, from a distance, uh, they, they would probably be uh, trailing her. Yeah. How about she heads back to the karaoke bar where she met uh, you the night before, and she's like waiting outside and looking around uh, expectantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe, uh, actually, yeah, maybe she's, uh, actually, I like the idea that you're, like, looking at her through binoculars and, like, reading her lips, and she's, like, trying to describe you to, like, like the person they have out front trying to get people inside. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. It's like, yeah, you know, real androgynous, uh, dark hair. Oh, man, this is not helping. <laughs> <laughs> About yay tall. Yeah. It's just kind of the, the hand keeps moving. <laughs> okay well um yeah Seiko will will, will move in then and uh, try to try to like slip through I'm sure that I'm sure Seiko has some sort of like emergency you know hatch in the roof that they <laughs> figured out for like getting into the club without being detected <laughs> oh excellent um so yeah, they, they like slip in and, and get into get into costume as uh, as the the uh, the hostess that they were before. Ah, excellent. So let's see. Well, either yeah, I figure she's uh, brought into where you're at then uh, in a, in a booth perhaps. She uh, she grins and is like, ah, you do exist. You're not easy to track down. Oh, you know we uh, it's uh, I'm a busy I'm a busy person. I have to 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 keep my uh, my friends close, you know. So I don't don't let anyone in too tight. Yeah, you like to keep a little bit of distance. I've noticed that. So. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it like this. I've got an idea of why you're following me around. I don't know who you're from. And it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. What I don't need is problems right now. So (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a guess and assume that the fact that you work in here, cover or not, uh, is because you need more money than you have. 
Um, Seiko, Seiko leans in and kind of drops the act for a second and says, and, uh, just says, I'm listening. Okay. So, uh, Seiko, I mean, Amina's goal with this drama scene is to form an emotional bond and, uh, the skill I've chosen to do this with through her is finances. Uh, what's more emotional than fun? <laughs> <laughs> so let me just, uh, do, do. So she targets you. So I'm just, just going to make a skill check. She has the skill, the finances skill, which I like that. It's just like, <laughs> if, if, you don't, if you don't have enough money, you like, get better. Uh, okay. Two, six. Oh, right. Wrong. I know Seiko definitely does not have the finances skill, so... Oh, that's not a great roll, so that's a five. Uh, let me see. So there's, um... Th- this gets into, like, oh, yeah, the, the target five. number system, right? Yeah, okay, the target number's five, since she does have the skill. Alright, that's simple enough. So it looks like she barely scrapes by on it. So she's got money, but like not as much as maybe <laughs> like she had. Yeah, she's 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 trying to like like flash it out in front of you and like hope that's like make... scene bigger. <laughs> oh, she, like, rip. She's she's blown all her money on uh aged sherry and replacement <laughs> keyboards. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. If the check is successful, both the scene player and the GM controlling the target character roll 1d6 and consult the emotion chart to determine the emotional bond. Ooh, <laughs> the emotion chart, okay. Yeah, so... Okay, what, page is, what page is that on? I will, uh... Oh, wait, I think I have it. Here. Um, it's, um... 137? Yeah, so... Emo bonds, as they're called in the book. Hell yeah. Yeah, you get a choice of a positive or negative um, for each die result. Okay. So if you're, is it, is it like, is it if it's, uh, if it's successful, you get a positive, and if it's a failure, you get a negative? No, you, uh, you pick whether it's positive or negative. Oh, I, I, I just decided. Uh, let me, let me make sure and read it. Both the scene player and the player controlling the target character roll 1d6 and consult the chart to determine the bond that their character now feels towards the other. For each possible result on the chart, there is a positive and negative choice. It is up to the player to decide which of the two their character feels. This is fucking fascinating to me because <laughs> you just rolled a you just rolled a six, so there's two very different options for this. <laughs> so there are. Yeah. Um well, that's for uh, mine. Oh, okay. Let me, let me roll mine. Um, okay. That's oh, my one. God. Empathy oh or my mistrust God. are my options. I So, just recently, I have encountered people saying that, like, roles for, like, social stuff, well, like, in-depth r- rules for social things in role-playing games is not good because it's better to just role-play it, but this is making a strong argument <laughs> against that. So, so I like reading this right, Ellie. Yours are devotion and murderous intent. Mm-hmm. 
whereas yours are uh, empathy or mistrust. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like my mental image is immediately like mistrust and murderous intent. Like, uh, Seiko like narrows their eyes and like doesn't even like imagines about like what strings are attached. And uh, Mina just does not take that well at all. Ah, that's an interesting pitch. Because uh, it it can't be devotion, right? It, like, Seiko would have to really be vulnerable, I think, in this moment for this to be empathy and devotion. Yeah, they yeah. don't have to match up either. Like, I don't know. Oh, it's true. A, it could be devotion can, and empathy or devotion and mistrust, but it's really hard. It's, it's hard to see Mina... Actually, no, wait, never mind. It's not hard to see Mina, like, falling hard for Seiko. Like... <laughs> Really maybe easy. that's what it is. So. <laughs> maybe maybe oh, Seiko yeah. turn, like, turns it back on. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe Seiko's like, keep, you know, keep it coming. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Mina got like, caught immediately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, sorry. Something has manifested in my head. And I, I, you're, if I don't say it, you're just going to totally say it, but like Mina is hurtling towards pay pig territory. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, Mina's a whale. Um, mm. Let's see. Um, so, so yeah, I actually, I, I here's my pitch for devotion. Mm-hmm. Seiko says, "Yeah, I have someone I have to look after, and so this job, you know, helps make ends meet. But uh, I unfortunately, I also have to." deal with this, you know, she doesn't, they, they don't say exactly this shadow war bullshit, but that's what they're, <laughs> they kind of intimate, because they, because they know that Mina knows that they know what's up. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Mina, meanwhile, is, uh, buying it, like, hook, line, and sinker. It's like, oh, I found, <laughs> I found a nice, hot envy Just... with no weird <laughs> ninja clan strings attached. Can uh, can set up a real cushy situation here. <laughs> no problems. I don't see how this could possibly uh, come back to bite me. <laughs> now I feel like from that angle, Seiko could go either way: empathy or mistrust. Either like, oh, that's so sad <laughs> that I am a friend of of hers. Or, like I don't, I I think that Mina is is trying to play me, so I've got to keep my guard up. Either empathy or mistrust. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it could go either way on that one. Um, well, I'm happy to mistrust go with, uh, devotion because it's more interesting than murderous intent. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was going to say that mistrust um, is funnier, I think, in the situation. <laughs> but empathy is also, but empathy is all, like you said, could also make a lot of sense. And also, it does then create. I don't know necessarily which one leads to more drama when you factor my character in. Yeah, I had to think about that for reasons. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I'm. You know what? Let's let's do it. Let's go with let's go with empathy. They make a bond here. This is an emotional okay. bond. Great. <laughs> like, they, like, like they actually they both kind of get each other in a way. 
right. that they didn't before. Oh, fuck. So let's see. I would put on my sheet. I would put down Mina. Uh, and I already had her location, but now I have an emo bond with her, which is empathy. All right. And uh, now that you do have this bond, uh, Mina will become aware of any uh, information you get on other characters. Ooh. Good to know. Like if you find out anybody's uh, secrets or locations. Oh, I see on the next page, info share. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever so, a character learns a piece of information, any characters towards whom they hold an emo bond automatically learn that same piece of information. Yeah. So, and there's a little, a fun little cartoon that's kind of like an I consent, I consent, <laughs> I don't kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's uh, that's true. <laughs> okay, so um, that is it for uh, Mina's uh, turn this phase. She is feeling on top of the world. She's got twelve million dollars coming in. She's got a, she's got a, a new sweetie to. Spend money on? <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, now for some subterfuge. Does, uh, who, which of you wants to go first? Um, I, I'm inclined to go first just because, you know, yeah, we, we just got the other thing. Okay. So, um, I may need a refresher on some things, but I'm, I'm thinking. So, I've got Mina's location, and I know Mina has the knife, so I've definitely got reason to just jump her. However, I kind of want to like, do a little more assessing. Yeah. Um, and so um, I kind of, let's see. Yeah, I think, I think strategically what I want to do next is I want to try and uh, I want to learn Seiko's secret. <gasps> okay. Oh. Um, and I guess one question is, is my character, like, aware of this emo bond? Um, oh. uh, or at least, well, basically, is it plausible at the very least that I could have learned maybe through some of the lackeys that we, like, implied earlier that... Like, I've got Mina's location, and so maybe from then I've picked up on Mina was seen, like, flirting with someone here. Yeah, if you want to uh, set up a scene with Seiko, that's, uh, no problem. Like, if you've been also tailing, like, Mina yourself or, uh, through lackeys, then they've probably noticed that she's gone to the same place two nights in a row and talked to the same person. Yeah. That, yeah, that definitely makes sense. And I have then been able to, like, figure out, oh, this... Per- hmm. I, do I do I know that Seiko's a ninja and is another plausible agent here? Um, given Seiko's uh, specifically, like, like, set up and setting that they're, like, difficult to tell that they're a ninja, even if you are a ninja, I would say that... True. You, you might have suspicions, but it's no way to prove anything. Okay, cool. So then in that situation, um, oh yeah, I, I immediately know where I want this to happen, actually. Um, what if Seiko is like on the subway 
and uh, Jiro just like shows up, like uh, suddenly like sitting next to them, or is like behind them if they're both standing up and holding onto like the runs, you know, just like like they don't know he's there, and then he starts talking to them. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay, so um, yeah, that's what's what sounds better to you, like sitting or standing. Um, well, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a Japanese train, so it's, like, packed, right? Like we're, True, yeah. We are in, in Tokyo or Tokyo, you know, uh, adjacent. Yeah. The so, train is around, is in Shibuya, which is in Tokyo, so it's probably around somewhere pretty dense, yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, probably okay. standing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah, you're standing up, and then, um... Let's see what what's the sort of icebreaker I want to open up with. I should look at my skills. <laughs> I I don't I, my skills are not very socially oriented is the thing. So I might have to show off the target number situation. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm interested in that. Yeah. I I I really like that idea um, yeah. that they have in this book. So so if you do, that's cool. Though Oh, actually, I think I do have something that could be used for this, actually. Um, and rather than... I, I it, it sort of means pivoting, but I do kind of like how this works. Instead of actually engaging with you, um, my what I want to do is... Um, I already use analysis, though. Maybe I want to... Not that I've got reason not to, you know? But... Hmm. Pardon, I'm just... Yeah, I'm just sort of flipping around. Yeah, you know. Oh wait, wait, no. I just I just encountered something very fun, actually. Okay. Um. So I don't. So I've got finances, and then directly above that is rumor mongering. Yes. <laughs> oh, excellent. So, yeah. So, um, I th- this is probably the point where we should probably explain like the skill grid to people, right? Right, so um, all the skills are in a a table uh, with rows and columns, and so your target number for a skill is determined on how far it is from one of your tagged skills. So since rumor mongering is only one space away from finances, the target number is six instead of five. Whereas if he was to use contacts, which is two spaces away, that would be a target number of seven instead of five. Yeah. So things that are and it's, n- oh, it, nearby can, I don't know, it's good to spread your skills out in the system, which I like. Yeah, it's a neat thing. There's a, I don't know, most, I, I feel like between that and the fact that like the char- the character sheet, if we had it printed out, has a part that you're supposed to like fold to hide your secret. I really do like the like the importance of the character sheet as a physical thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just something you can replicate on just like a on a .txt file. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to. Um, I don't have like the definition for rumor mongering right on hand, but um. Oh yeah, let me see if I can track that down. Uh, create new information, true or false, and spread it through networks of people in order to achieve your ends. Okay, so yeah, so what he's going to do is, um, 
I feel like this will be easier if I don't, like, say it in character, but just summarize what he says. For some reason, it's just coming to me more quickly that way. Mm-hmm. Um, if he, he basically just, like, like shows up behind them and says, um, It seems like you've made a very powerful ally recently, but are you sure that your goals and hers intersect? And then I don't have one on hand, but he's going to, like, throw out um, some true or false... In my mind, it doesn't necessarily matter for the context of this um, bit. Uh, like, just thing of, like, shit that Mina has pulled. Ah. Like, Ooh, like okay. try and give, like, some impression of, like, her character. Just try and <laughs> bait out, like, try and figure out, like, whether or not to, to either get um, you to, like, just, like, to reveal something about your goals or to like by maybe I'm throwing out a bunch of different things. And by seeing how you react, I try and figure out which align with or, or are like op- opposite to what your actual interests are. Sure. Okay. So I am rolling. I'm rolling the same dice, but with different, I'm trying, I need to roll higher than I would. Yeah. You need a six or higher on 2d6. Okay, fingers crossed. And I got an eight. All right. Okay, the check is successful. The player then learns the information they chose from the player. Um, Upon learning this information, the scene player should mark off the appropriate box next to the target's name on the portion of their character sheet. Uh, The target's player does not roll dice to defend or oppose the scene player's action. Uh, the success or failure is determined solely by the scene player's role. Okay, so that's pretty tidy. Okay. Cool. I was wondering if, uh, if there was like a defense thing. But yeah, that that's totally fine. Uh, so, it's, so it says you may not reveal your own secret, right? Right. But, uh... So, I... do, what does that mean? Do you tell? No, you can to Owen now. But um, also, I can grab it and send it over. I can I can just read it off my sheet. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Right. There's only <laughs> there's only the two people. <laughs> uh, while keeping the god of mist is of utmost importance, your clan is particularly nervous about a certain other clan's plans with the dagger. Pick one other character and write their name here. Jiro. Defeat that character in combat before or during the climax phase. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, (laughs) I I feel like maybe this is revealed by, like, you, by the more I, like, rattle things off, the more it becomes apparent that, like, you are, like, glaring daggers at me or something like that. I think she, I I think Seiko says, like, like, I can, I can smell the, the, uh, I can smell uh, the tech on you, or something like that. Like, <laughs> like, like so, you know, indicates like I know who you are now. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh boy, um, uh-huh. he is. Uh, I, then I then I think that like, uh, he. <laughs> I, I, part of me wants to do, like, a ninja disappearing act, but I don't actually have, like, a lot of, like, stealth abilities or whatever, so I think they just have to have, like, an awkward subway ride, and he just gets <laughs> off the next stop. 
Yeah. And then, like, maybe sprints around a corner. <laughs> and has to, like, uh, and has to, like, adjust his glasses. Like, this is not good. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, that, well, that, mission accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. And that leaves it, uh, Seiko for phase two. So here's here's a, an alternate pitch. Mm-hmm. Instead of having an awkward subway ride, it's combat time. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, uh, can that can I do that or do I have I don't, to have you don't have to you have don't something on him? You don't have his location yet. Okay, I'm gonna go for his location then, because I, oh. I, I, I I want it. I want his ass. <laughs> Yo, you, you found out about the Haspa Army Ninja guy, and you're gonna track him down. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was this. He's, is... Oh, I, he's trying to get away because it embarrassed, and you're like, you're on him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, same thing. An information check. Um, I figure. Let's see. You think he's what just like? Sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. How about sleight of hand? I I slipped like a tracking to- totem talisman thing. Oh shit! Oh, just like him too. Yeah, like you did on me in like the last in the episode. Su- like in the subway, same same trick. Sleight of hand. <laughs> um. Yeah, that that works. You're getting a lot totally. done. Dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. And I have sleight of hand, so the target number is five. So let me just fail spectacularly here in the rolling. One Dice Maiden can be... Or 2d6. 2d6, right? Yeah, 2d6. 2d6, yes. Eight! Yeah! Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, you got me. I'm, I'm, I like the idea that we don't even see it. I'm just running away A, and then I don't know if this is like a manga or anime or what. But we <laughs> just get like a little X-ray thing of like inside his like suit pocket, and the totem is just in there. Mm-hmm. Totally, hell yeah. Okay, you've got my you have my location. <laughs> I'm in your area. It's like if I mean this is anachronistic, but um, if it was like the Boost Mobile days, it would be like my <laughs> little dot getting closer to you. <laughs> All the time, mm-hmm. like that's that's how, or, or or like it's like um it's like an aliens with the with the radar yeah. thing, <laughs> like that's what's going on here. Great, great. Like, I'll okay. come for you. All right, so I'm gonna update the roll twenty since I haven't done that in a minute. Sorry. Okay. I'm so curious as to what these little symbols are. Oh, I'm just keeping track of stuff. So I've got the suitcase for Jiro, the little martini glass for Seiko, and then Mina is the uh, the ammunition down here. The um, okay. The dagger is the prize, and Mina's got that. So um, that's so down the there. the little sleepy guys? Oh, that's just like the just like the has taken their turn this phase. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> We're tapped. Tapped, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that is it for main phase two. We'll go ahead straight into main phase three, and um, just, yeah, Mina does not have anyone's location. 
She's not interested. Let's see. It says, tax one of the PCs if they know her secret or she knows their location. Otherwise, same as before. All right, she's going to try and form a bond with Jiro. Okay. So I figure uh, Jiro had a rough night of getting glared at on a train and running away. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the next morning in like the uh, the cyber cafe where he's been doing his hacker man stuff. Yeah, and uh, like Mina's sitting at his table, like at, at the seat across from the one that he was using oh, for no. the scene. <laughs> okay, this is this is interesting because well, we'll see how this unfolds. His plan was his next step would be to kick her ass before <laughs> he can get his ass kicked. <laughs> well. Uh, all right. Let's see. That's we'll not- see if I fall in love. With her. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it, it is still instructing me to form emotional bonds, so it's distinctly possible. Um, okay. So yeah, I think he's just going to like sit down, like sort of like a- adjust his glasses slightly, and um, and kind of like look around. Taking the fact that yeah, there's people here. We can't just like we we can't just bust out fighting. Yeah. Um, and and I guess yeah, I guess she's probably in a position to open up this conversation. Yeah. So uh, she's she's got a smile on her face. She gives you a wave. She's had a great night. She's like, uh, hey. Um, well, obviously, I don't know your name, but. Uh, you know, I am not even mad that my IT guys have been blowing up my phone for five hours. <laughs> so, um, he he just sort of says, "Given the situation you're in, I really wouldn't expect you to come looking for me." Uh, well, see, I mm, Things are going well for me right now, and I'm not trying to make it any more complicated than it has to be, and few things more complicated than a dead body. So, um, let's see. I mean, sorry, let me pick what scheme I'm going to use here. I mean, not scheme, but uh, skill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, she, what? So, rather than lean on the same skill again, um... She is gonna go for. Oh, she has seduction tagged. So, uh, why not? What is her approach with? Uh, Hell yeah! What is her approach with uh, Jiro? Does Jiro wear a tie? Jiro does wear a tie. Yeah. <laughs> you say resignedly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been read. Okay. Well, uh, Mina is going to lean across the table and grab him by the tie and like pushes his glasses back up on his nose, and oh God. says like, "Look, if you're going to be a part of my life, it's going to be a lot more fun if you're in one piece." Okay. <laughs> oh my God! I'm oh, loving yeah. the energy of this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, roll. Let's see what yeah, happens. Let's roll these bones, and uh, that's a seven. So this game's very—it's it's sort of unless, if you're doing what you're good at, you're, it's it's easy to succeed. Yeah. 
like remarkably mm. so. So um, that is another yeah. emotional bond setup. Okay, uh, you you roll first, and then I will. <laughs> let's see how Mina feels about this development. Because <laughs> yeah. I love that's a that's a surprise as much to me as anybody. Yeah. Uh, can I re-roll oh roll that one so I don't know? Uh, yeah. That, that's that's fine. A little repetitive. So we got a four. So she's gonna do contempt or loyalty. Um, I'm gonna let. I got a suspicion. Okay. Um, I I I got two, so I can pick between friendship and anger. He doesn't like having his tie touched. He swats her hand away. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're looking at an anger contempt situation here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How dare you do that to my friend, Mina? <laughs> Lovely. So, uh, and this, this did not work, and <laughs> I'll let you read well, it. Well, it's still, it's still kind of in her benefit, isn't it? Because, like, the fact that, the fact that we have this bond still means that she gets my secrets and shit, right? Yes, this is true. So she now knows, like, what she now knows uh, what Seiko wants. Or is that optional? Oh, we did get Seiko's secret. Yeah, uh, so Mina now has Seiko's secret. Oh okay. boy, what a sentence. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't know if, is that something we want to like incorporate into the play or do we just allow that to kind of be an abstraction? Um, let me think about what it means. Because I can, I can see my character like sort of dropping his guard enough to be like, um, yeah, I've got enough to worry about with your little friend. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like that. It's like finding out that Seiko like has issues with you too. It's also like, yeah, see, I, I'm not alone. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Time wearing a piece of shit. <laughs> we tried oh, to blunt to seduce somebody and look. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure what the path to Juro's heart would be. Yeah, but in this situation, <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite work. Yeah, I mean, I figured the button up type would be easy and probably just tried too hard. Like story of her life. <laughs> Maybe if we like did a couple sets together. Um, that was sets. Oh, that fighting would games. Be a good yeah. icebreaker. Yeah, <laughs> play some Street Fighter. I was, yeah, I was like, yeah. Are you talking about like smoking weed? Like, <laughs> maybe that also. Who knows? <laughs> Weightlifting? No, very illegal in Japan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you don't need to smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe or someone with drugs? <laughs> yeah. She's an entire double man character. Okay, so that uh, that sorts Mina for the third main phase. Oh my god, there's so many tabs. Okay. So, which of you would like to go next? I'm good to go next, but also we just... I was just in that scene, so I'm good to let... You no, jump. I, I'm, if you've got a thing, go for it, because all of my stuff is kind of reactionary, so... Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to then fall back on, like, my previous plan, which was, um, I'm still going to fight you, it's just that, like, now it's more personal. (laughs) Yeah. We've... (laughs) We have an emo bond, it's just, you know, 
it's in that particular quadrant, as it were. Um, But, uh, so yeah, I think that... So, combat, then, is there... What are, like, the specific limitations of how that works? Is it... I assume it's probably going to be in a... Not not in a public place. Yeah, let me take a look here. Who's a single character? Whose location they know? So, um... I'm looking at the battlefield options, and one of them is uh, congestion, which is like crowds, traffic, or even tight and close spaces. So you can Ooh. fight around people, but it's like... Um, I see. Has anyone here read uh, Sakamoto Days? No. Okay. Um, sorry. So you can like do ninja shit, but you have to like hide the fact that you're doing it. oh john wick's a better gotcha. example you know the scene i, I was when, i was i was you know literally just thinking the scene <laughs> yeah. the scene where they're both in the subway like tra- taking shots at each other with like silenced pistols and like having to hide yeah. the fact that they're doing it from the people around them like that's the sort yeah, of vibe you need to strike if you're gonna fight around people yeah that's this, i just realized this i've got no idea the, the interesting thing about this game is that it has made me realize that like i don't really know what like popular like ninja fiction is like in japan because outside of like you know the anime and stuff that gets to us this gives me the impression that it kind of occupies a sort of world of darkness space um but uh yeah yeah that is i don't know what's about uh, ninja novels myself but it's a whole genre of that yeah it's trying to but i think um yeah, I, I think that maybe what happens is um, I like the idea of just fighting in an alley, honestly. Um, partially because of I was thinking about the the fighting game thing. I like the idea of a very like a um, <laughs> a fight that is very how to how to put this two D as it were. You know? Yeah, he doesn't want They're you sidestepping. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, Tekken this moves. isn't Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she's so yeah. I think that like um. She, like, ducks into an alley or something to, you know, do something other, and I'm just, like, at the other end of it, you know? And I'm uh, still carrying my briefcase, but I, like, um... I'm, I, how, how does this work? Like, how's initiative happen? Okay. Well, well so. before you get into that, I have oh. to make it more complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Because there's a rule called incursion. Indeed. Oh. And that means uh, that any time someone that has an emo bond with me uh, gets into combat, I can join in too. Okay. Um, so I think that what happens is probably like she sees me at the other end and I, and, and I just say like, I'm going to be taking that knife. And that's probably a good point for you to show up. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, Seiko um, just like tears ass around the corner, like does like a cool, <laughs> like a cool slide with like dust coming off of off of their feet, <laughs> like you know, like a three point slide, and then just turns uh, like a like a vicious animal, just goes for you. Okay. Oh uh, damn. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna swap things over here. Kusama Army Ooh. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get into some combat here. So, mm-hmm. um, 
The scene player chooses a bat- the battlefield conditions. So from what you've described, it sounds like a, a tight, enclosed space, uh, so that which will increase the fumble value by one. Ooh, okay. But I've uh, posted the other uh, possible effects in the gameplay channel, if you want. Yeah. Okay, so our first combat. Oh, this was fun. All right. Do-do. Uh, so, so a condition to keep in mind, uh, if a combat scene is taking place during a main phase as opposed to the climax phase at the end, uh, anytime a character takes one or more life point damage, uh, then they drop out of the scene. They like run off oh. somewhere to lick their wounds. I like that. That's nice and simple. Mm-hmm. And um, if the combat goes the number of participants, in this case three rounds without a clear winner, then... It's a draw. Everybody retreats to keep things moving for the next part of the phase. I'm into that, yeah. You know, so probably, like, maybe it looks like you're going to attract too much attention or whatever. Right. Okay, so, all right. Each combat is divided into rounds, which proceed in plot order. All right, so how initiative works is um, you each pick a number between one and six, and uh, we all reveal it at the same time. Oh, okay. Okay. And then it goes from the highest number down. However, however, the higher your number is, the higher your uh, fumble chance is. So normally, on like a regular skill check, your fumble chances, uh, your fumble target number is two. But if you set your, if your plot is four, then your uh, fumble number is four, or actually five in this case, since with the confined area. Oh right. So and. And what's what is the effect of a fumble? Oh, uh, that is in a different part a, of the. It book. says on the thing here: on a fumble, you automatically fail all rolls for the remainder of the round. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, all right then. Um, all right. So. So so we just pick a number between one and six, right? Right. Let me um, see. So and something to consider is that your uh, the range on your attacks it, it counts like your plot counts as your uh, oh where you're okay. at. I was, so rather about range stuff. Yeah. So um. So rather than keep track of like where specifically on the battlefield you are, it keeps track of like relative velocities. Since it's going to be assuming that you're like moving so fast that like trying to keep tracking it on a map would be like kind of pointless. Like, so like at like at plot three, you're moving like as fast as like human reaction time. Like plot four is Mach one. Like plot five is a speeding bullet. Stuff like that. Cool. Okay. Uh, so how should we do this secretly? Just like. Maybe type in gameplay a number and then all hit enter at the same time. That's a good question. Good. Yeah. Um, Since we can't do the you know the hand over the die thing. Yeah, it's so hard to even know what I will want to go for. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess I had a vague idea based on some tricks I have, but yeah, I'll just. uh, 
Yeah. All right. So I've got one. I'm ready when you guys are. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm. I'm ready. I think oh, I'm oh, also sorry. ready. Sorry, I hit. Okay. okay. So uh, Mina jumped up to speed four. We've got Jiro at three. And then Seiko at two. Alright, so Mina gets the first attack. So the character may make a tank single attack every round on their turn. Chooses an attack and impo from their list and selects an opponent within the range. The range is the difference between attacking and defending characters' plot values. So keep it simple. And we'll make a close combat attack on Jiro. Okay. So her the assigned skill for her close attack is hand to hand. Which means that you will have to make a dodge check with... Let me see. Well, if she succeeds. Right, so that's where the, the grid starts uh, factoring in more. You have to dodge with either the same skill or whatever closest um, you can get. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm just going to roll to see... She's got hand-to-hand tag, so she got a 10. That is a success, which means you can make a hand-to-hand check. Okay. Now, my hand-to-hand is, let's see. Oh, it's only two spaces away from uh, one of my things. Which one of it is, things? Uh, I've got demolition, which is one oh, down yeah. and to the left of hand-to-hand. Normally, there would be an additional space in between because they're in different uh, columns, but I have the sort of the sort of margins filled in because uh, demolition is in tech, which is like my specialty right. skill. It's a little hard to explain if you're not looking at it, but it it's pretty straightforward once you like are inside the paradigm, I guess. So I'm rolling with I'm rolling against what's my target number then? You're going with a uh, demolition. So, yeah. So well, five, six, seven is your target number. Okay, gotcha. Though I guess. Yeah, okay. Nine. Okay. Okay, so that is also a success. So the attack fails and has no effect. Okay. Should I, like, illustrate how I'm able to do that with that skill, or is it. Um, so it's. We can go over it a little bit, but uh, basically, I figure like uh, Mina basically like rushes you and uses her uh, tries to take you down hand to hand. So I figure um, you can factor it in as your hmm. Is it like so? Here's the thing: it's not like I actually rolled demolition per se. It's just right. that hand to hand is close to demolition. So I was just doing hand to hand stuff. Right, you're still just doing hand-to-hand stuff. So okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just good at it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to put it together in my brain. <laughs> I do like the idea that like, like the you just sort of like pick up this stuff adjacent to your primary stuff from being a nin- like a trained ninja and stuff. So that's fun. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Mina just tries to rush you down quick, but uh, you're not having it. 
So that is it for her turn. Next is Jiro in plot four. Three, rather. Alright then. Um, So, there's something I want to do. It's not my first thing, but like in my Ninpo, some of my Ninpo have a cost. I just realized I'm not sure what the cost, what I'm expending, actually. Alright, let me see here. Many Nimpo also have a cost assigned to them. During a single round, a character can use a combination of Nimpo, which have a total cost equal to or less than their plot value. Oh, okay. Cool. I like that. That's neat. Okay, well, to start with, um, I'm just going to use close combat uh, attack, but... Sorry, that I, oh. that's my first time like f- like realizing that that's some reason to give another reason to give yourself high plot is to use more yeah. support and info and stuff. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um, first off, I'm going to um, yeah, I'm going to use uh, the close combat info. Um, however, I have assigned this is something that everyone gets, and they everyone gets to like choose what skill they use for it. And I went with analysis. And so I've, how this is going, and it definitely works if she started by attacking, is that I'm going to be doing hard reads on her. Oh, yeah? Um, I'm go, like, she, like, she's going to, like, do a jab, and I'm going to, like, like, step back a little bit, and, like, figure out her, like, frame data until I can just, (laughs) just get something in, you know? So, yeah. I am rolling with a target number of five. Okay. And I got an eight. And um, then, bef- I now I've got something that happens after successful attack check. So I assume this means that um, that that this happens before her dodge roll comes in. Hmm. So the wording on close combat attack is, like, if the attack is successful, you may deal one close combat damage. So my thinking is if the attack's not, if they dodge it, it's not successful. Okay, that makes sense. Then using that ability would actually be a moot point if she's going to drop out if I damage her, so that's fine. Okay. Ooh, sounds like she's got something to go hard on people. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. So, got a successful analysis attack. Um, yeah. For her, analysis is adjacent to seduction. So, that's. She is, she is <laughs> oh, rolling with um, a target number of six. Before you do that, yes. I would like to give her a plus one because of my positive emo mod. Oh, you're helping her out. Yeah. I, I'm going to throw, like. I, I, don't, I don't know what it looks like, but it's like I'm going to mess with his analysis in some way to give her a plus one. Okay. Since he's like trying to, he's trying to read her moves so closely. Just you being a distraction is probably. Helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she got a five when she needed a six, so that is a successful hit. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right then. Um, do I choose which thing she takes? Because we don't have normal hit points here, right? Right. Um, let me. S- Sorry. That's also tied to the skill matrix. Mm-hmm. So on a successful close combat attack, let's see here. The victim may choose which category receives. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, ah. the damage instead. Let's see. So I, for uh, each point of close combat damage received, in this case, one, right? Yeah. The attacker randomly selects a category by rolling 1d6 and counting from the left. The category's uh, life point is damaged. And so once the uh, once a category's life point is damaged, they can no longer use skills in that uh, category. Oh, um, that's when the victim can choose. If it's already damaged and mm-hmm. they rolled that one again, then they choose a different one. Yeah, so uh, ranged attacks also, if you take damage from them, you can choose which life point you take it on. Which, uh, so, where, so it's sort of a thing where with ranged attacks, you might be able to stay in the battle longer, whereas a, uh, close combat attack can get a lucky hit and take you, like, your most important, uh, Jeez. one out. First thing. So we got a one. So starting from the left, you took out Mina's tech hit point. All right. That's fun. Let me see. Oh, I see. Um, At the end of combat, the winner may select any one of the losing characters who participated in the fight and claim one of the following rewards. Mm -hmm. Information, emotion, or prize. Oh, I see now. Okay, I I was just wondering how that worked. Okay. Okay. So, in the, if the combat scene is taking place during the main phase, anytime a character takes one or more life points damage from another character's attack or action, the damaged character is dropped from the scene. So, yeah, it looks like you, uh, you get Mina to retreat. Okay. At least temporarily, so... So it's just you and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me, let me see. <laughs> like... I do like the idea that like Mina's like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rush this nerd down and yep. you know like I did socially minutes ago. And, <laughs> <laughs> I learned nothing. Yeah, and uh, just just I figure he's just like not where she expects him to be, and then she, he yeah. just uh, just drops her. And she's like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, I, he, he's he has not like put down his like suitcase, so maybe he just like swings it and like gets her in the gut, and she's just like fuck this. Yeah, specifically, you took out her tech column. She had a peril and demolition tag, so I like the idea that you oh. like managed to like mess up like a bunch of her toys at the same time. <laughs> nice. Like you hear a crunch, is like did I swing too hard? Like no, there's like a bunch of electronics falling out of her like <laughs> massive jack. It's like no. <laughs> Great. Oh boy. But, uh, and yeah, Seiko still gets to go. Okay. Um, well, uh, I only have one offensive move, and that's close combat. Um, oh, and you are close enough to Jiro. Nice. I like how this worked out. So, where, like, you're too far away from Mina, but Mina's already taken out, so now it's your time. <laughs> okay. Um, so, my skill for close combat is Disguise. Oh. Um, so I think how that plays out is that Seiko, uh, has, like, lots of, lots of, like, strange, um, uh, like, like, like I described their, their outfit before as, like, a lot of, like, sashes and weird things, like, kind of tied uh. around their sort of ninja suit, and I think that this is, um... 
this is going to be sort of a... Uh, it's, it's almost more of an apparel, but it's kind of still disguised. I think they're going to, like, f- sort of change into, like, a battle mode or something. Uh. Like, they're, you know, they pull, like, a mask over their head and, like... Like they 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 whip out like a um oh, what are they, a kunai right like yeah, they're, they're in and then they go for the attack where before they just look normal um and so uh, you know onlookers would would just see a ninja instead of <laughs> Seiko like a right. you know, like classic looking ninja but anyway right. so that's what I'm that's what I'm rolling is disguise all right um. So let's see. That is a that's that's a two d six on this one as well, right? Yeah. Okay. That's a six. Okay. Okay. So you need that turn number five since you have disguise. So then it comes to Jiro. You're getting jumped. Okay, so um, th- I'm going against disguise, and I believe that is um, let's see, Ooh, one, that's a two, ways. yeah, three away from my closest one, which would be rope work. One, if I'm counting two, right, yeah, that three. seems right. You're right, yeah, five, six. Seven. So your target number is eight. Okay, then. Oh boy, I may need oh, to sp- <laughs> to use one of my things or something on this. Roll, 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 roll. Nine! Oh my oh. god! Oh, okay. I just like barely. Whoop. <laughs> okay. Right. So rope. So rope work is your closest thing there. So how does that work mm-hmm. out? <laughs> um, I th- I think it's <laughs> maybe he catches her or catches their strike with his tie, his beloved or, tie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Ah, uh, all right then. Is it? Right back around to my turn, then? Uh, well, that is the end of round oh. one. Mina drops out, and I can reset plot. Right. Oh, it's oh every round. God. Oh, yeah. no. So you can oh, this is bad for me. Because <laughs> I only have the one thing. Um, let's yeah, see. Um, hmm. Oh, boy. Fun. Okay. Yeah, let's see how some uh, some ninja combat goes down. Okay, some, some, I some uh, some PC on PC violence, like how I like. Yeah. It. Okay, I uh, am. Yes, I'm. I've got. I've got my number. Oh God. Um. It's kind I've, of a gamble for me, so we'll see. I've got mine. Um, okay, hitting my turret. Yo. Okay, so, like, we haven't been talking about how this looks, but, like, to start, like, in that previous one, like, the numbers we were at all have, like, labels. And so, like, to to start with, like, um, like, Seiko was at Shadowrun, and I was at Neurospeed, while Mina was at Sonic Speed. (laughs) And so now in this one, um... Uh, Seiko has jumped up to sonic speed, but I'm going to bullet speed. So we're like doing some Dragon Ball Z shit right here. Yeah, yeah. In this alley, it started out fast, and like Mina tried to like finish it immediately, but she got red, yeah. and like it's she's just out that quick. So mm-hmm. and now you two are like yeah. going into like overdrive to. Oh man, this game's tight. I'm glad it works. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and so if I if I understand it right, um, um, can can you do um, range attacks um, at close combat range? Yeah. Or? So the range works at like anything within the range, I think. But let me double check. Okay. Range is the difference between the attacking and defending character's plot values. You cannot attack an opponent who is outside the range of your ninpo, but it doesn't have to be okay. exact. You can get people inside, so one, yeah, okay. Gotcha, okay. So, um, so yeah, I, I defended in a way with my rope work, and now, instead of just using close combat, I am using my ninpo whirlwind slash. And so what happens is that, um, like, as things are speeding up and um, Seiko is uh, closing the gap, um, uh, Jiro just like sort of shakes out his sleeves and all of these like little like metal ball bearings at the ends of the of this like monofilament wire fly out of his sleeves and he starts like swinging them at you. Oh God. Um, and is so it, this, this is this is a ranged attack. This is a ranged attack, and um, it's got one cost to it, and it also has minus one to dodge check. <laughs> Holy crap! Okay, yeah. um, I need to. What does cost mean? I'm, I I completely oh. blanked on that. Oh, you can use a. You can only use one attack per turn, but you can use um, other nimpo too, and you can use up to uh, the plot you chose in cost. So okay. where, where Owen chose plot four, uh, he's using his whirlwind slash is cost one, so he can use like another three if he had a bunch of support skills or whatever. Gotcha. Okay, just wanted to make sure I'm because I've got stuff. So yeah, no problem. Good to go. I'm excited to see this. <laughs> okay, rolling, and also I've got to remember that um, my fumble target is now at like six, right? So if oh, I roll yeah. like a so if I roll a six or less, I'm going to fumble. Yes. Okay. Jeez. Since you're moving so fast. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Dangerous game being a ninja. Oh, and I rolled a five. Which okay. wait, so it's that 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 is six. So is the fact that it's successful? Is that can't can't? How does that interact with the fact that it's also a fumble? That's a. <laughs> that's a good, that's question. A good question. Let's see. Does it? Does the debuff kick in now, or is it after this is resolved? I guess it does say for the remainder of the round. That implies to me that this roll itself is unsuccessful. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you might be you might be going so fast that something that would otherwise be successful isn't. But let me yeah. look at the specific wording on fumbles. Yeah, I think that... that. If that is the case, I feel like the situation has to be that he's moving so fast that having all these things on wires is actually a bad thing, and he like gets temporarily tangled up in them or something. <laughs> so when a character rolls a fumble, they automatically fail the skill check, even if the check result okay. would otherwise meet or exceed the target number. Okay, yeah. So he he whips out these things, and he's like, he's like, tr- he's trying to like. It's called whirlwind, so I think he is like spinning around to try and get you in the process, 
he winds up like wrapping himself up. <laughs> which means that I, as a result, am I then automatically going to fail any d- potential dodge roll? Ooh, um, I believe so. Okay. So I just have to <laughs> succeed and I win. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I hate these rolls. I hate this very fun game. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, so what I'm picturing just happened is that uh, because we're in such close quarters, like, he goes for the whirlwind, but they, like, ricochet off of the walls of the alley. Right. And, like, it fucks him up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so... Uh, so yeah, Seiko is is gonna go for it again. Um, this time, uh, the disguise sort of manifests in like uh, uh, she she sort of darts around him in like and you know is hiding behind stuff and like like trying to obfuscate uh, herself from his from his vision so she can get in for like a a good a, a good strong hit. <laughs> um, but it's still disguised. So let's. I guess do it. Oh, oh boy. Roll 2d6. And we get... A 4! Okay. <laughs> Which is a fumble. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um... She, uh... She goes for, like, to try to get him, trips over one of his wires that got, like, stuck on a drain pipe or something. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just, we went too fast. Uh, Jiro, it looks like you live another day. <laughs> Incredible. Another round, okay. perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's true. Okay. And then, yeah, and so this will be the last round, huh? Yeah, you... All right, so I'm learning a lot about how this works. <laughs> okay, then. I, Based on all of that, I have figured out my... I know what my in, my plot speed is now. Oh, boy. I, oh, God. Um, I've also I, realized that'll... Yeah. I need to win. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is too much. All right, I, I've got my plot speed. Okay, got, I'm entering. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> oh, no. oh, okay. So uh, you go. We both, both hit three. Yep, you're both moving at sonic speed, which means that you move simultaneously. What? Isn't wait? Isn't three neuro speed? Oh, sorry, I, I misread. Yeah, neuro speed. My my brain went to four. Okay. <laughs> Incredible. So, if multiple characters are on the same plot value, their attacks occur simultaneously. For the sake of convenience, the actions of the player closest to the GM, in this case geographically Owen, are handled first, (laughs) but in game time, the actions are occurring at the exact same time. Okay, excellent. Any damage, uh, fumbles, or status elements that occur during simultaneous attacks do not take effect until all characters on the same plot value have finished their attacks. Whoa. Okay. So, if you both kill each other at the same time, you can do the thing where you, like... Oh just my like God. flash past each other and then like just both fall over or whatever. That's uh, great. Jeez. Um, and uh, sorry, I just um, uh, since I don't have it like written down, what was uh, what was uh, the secret again? My secret. Uh, not my is, secret. Yeah. My secret is that I have to. I have to get you. Okay, specific like in here as opposed to like at the climax. Um, just like. Just in defeat general. that character in combat before or during the climax phase. 
Okay, cool. Okay, then. Um, just wanted to get an idea of the stakes. Um, okay, then. Looking at my options. Da, 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 da. So I've got a lot of a lot of my nimpo actually key off of successful attacks and damage. So it made me realize that they're not that useful before the climax. Oh uh, yeah, um, which is an interesting dynamic, um, and I'm fine with that honestly. Um, um, I. I think they yeah, I think I'm just going I'm just going to go for the close combat analysis role then. Ah boy. Uh, okay. Hold hold on. Hold on, I'm thinking. I hmm. Hmm. Um I'm, I'm, there's something I need to find out, but I'm worried that it's going to like show show my hand. You can about like something. It's the thing. Do you want to like yeah. message me or something? Okay. Yeah. Hold on one moment. Yeah, go for it. I've got to figure some stuff out too. Uh, wait, hold on. I just thought about the thing that is happening and the fact that it's in theory happening simultaneously with whatever you do. Uh-huh. Um, is, um, so I, sorry, I'm just thinking about how to say this, like, for, for podcast presentation. Um, excellent. Um, so, like, the, their little, like, exchange previously, um, goes off um they sort of our characters sort of like i assume fall back for a second to get to like you know establish their new speeds and all that and then they are like rushing towards each other at least that's the vibe i've had in mind from the fact that you know we could potentially get the simultaneous takeout thing Mm -hmm. uh like at like as and as they are about to meet uh jiro just stops Raises both of his hands and says, um, I'm too good a businessman to pursue a doomed venture. And then he just fucking, like, wall jumps out of the alley. I'm <laughs> forfeiting this fight. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. However. Me- yeah. Oh, right. You already know uh, Jonix's secret. Uh, mechanically, this does count. At- you are the winner of this fight. And Jiro is among the losers. Yes. Oh, weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what could my sneaky motives be? So, so, Plus, so as, that resolves, and then like my attack doesn't matter, anyways, right? Yeah, sorry. Technically, uh, he like he dropped out at the end of last round. Does, so, so I am the winner. Does that mean that my secret is triggered or whatever? Yes. Okay. Like you, Great. you, like you, you, like. Like he forfeited, like he lost, kind of embarrassed. Like you can, you can count this. Like <laughs> if you tell the story, like no one's gonna. Like, <laughs> this is yes, yeah, right. category. Yep, um, oh I was, I was very scared of you. Um, 
I I have so many reactive ninpo, and I was just like waiting to. I was like waiting to bust them out. I was like, what's like what's the angle? Okay, I can do this. I can do that. Like I was like, yeah, that's all right. I was checking so many rules to figure stuff out. Anyways, okay. So and does this also mean you can get the knife? Yes. yes so that can- is exactly what I'm going to do. So Nina's like Nina's on the ropes. Mina, she trusts you. So <laughs> She's I devoted to you. Mina ran past me as I was rushing towards Jiro. <laughs> oh shit! And, like right when she 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 ran off, and that's when I pickpocketed her and got the knife. Oh my god! You're such the protagonist here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the lost ones, man. That's how they roll. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, so as as Jiro like like leaps away into the shadows, uh, uh, Seiko sort of like stops and checks her surroundings, and then and then pulls out the knife from from like her uh, from their uh, um, I forgot what it's called, but the the like the waistband that that's all right. like kimonos and stuff, and like Zoro yeah. has one in one piece. I can't remember what it's called, like yeah. an OB or something like that. I think um, so, something like that. But yeah. So uh, they pull the knife out and, and inspect it. Nice. In the, you know, it gleam, gleaming in the moonlight, I assume. All right. Well, um, this is an interesting position because you are the only person left with a, uh, like a, a phase this turn. Oh. And you're sort of on top of things, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I go hide? <laughs> like, can I leave, leave the country? Is that is that a possibility? Uh, no, I don't think there's rules for that. Let me see. <laughs> so, um, so you haven't been hurt. You don't really need to take a recovery check. So you could uh, look for some information. You could, uh, like, you could try to set up an emotional bond. I think I think we're set though. <laughs> Setting up an emotional bond with with Jiro would be kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah especially after that. Uh, <laughs> hmm. It doesn't actually have an odd spot. You actually, that's not a bad idea. I I think that because she knows where Jiro is, or they yeah. know where Jiro is. So like, oh yeah, just go. Just, just go talk to him, I guess. <laughs> so are you trying to... Threaten him. Get a secret, or what? <laughs> just... Yeah, I, I could... I, yeah, I could try... I, I'll get a secret. I'll get a secret. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, he's acting kind of suspicious. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, like, what sort of setting? Where do you think Jiro ran to? And, like, do you have a skill in mind? Um... I'm trying not to think of Jiro as a vampire, which is hard because, <laughs> like, because like in my in my head, I've been kind of just putting Colin Robinson from What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> oh damn! Um, That's I'm okay, sorry. Jiro. It's just I like this you, is Jiro. Where, where my brain goes. Yeah, I like him too. Um, <laughs> the difference is that my character is kind of square shaped, and he's more egg shaped. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, he's a rounder, a rounder oval man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, okay, so so maybe Jiro maybe this is like the next day. Is that is that possible? Is it is I don't know how uh, time works in this game. 
Because um, so I know this, thing has like a... This like scenario a, is sort of like on a three-day, like a day-per-phase sort of okay. clock. Now that I've like played the game a little bit, I would probably set it up to be a little more vague. Like maybe like a couple of days to a week per main phase or something. Give you more time to plot and like send goons after each other. I was just thinking, like, I, I think it would be cool if Seiko showed up at his job. Oh, oh I like that. That's I, good. I like that enough that I'm good for it. Like, he did go. He did have to like dot dip on it, but like, I think that he is. He's still got to go and like do his thing. So he's at least showing up for like a half day or something. Yeah, I figure he gets text like, "Hey, we need this. Like, come in for this that sort of thing." So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the font still just isn't sexy enough. <laughs> <laughs> I look at this so, font and look leaves me cold. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I yeah, know so I said serifs last time. Take the serifs off. <laughs> <laughs> sticking out too much. You got smaller serifs? Yeah. <laughs> These serifs, they mock me with their fanciness. I don't like it. Yeah. Um... All right, so yeah, I think um, so. Jiro's at his job, and mm-hmm. I think Seiko is uh, disguised as an intern. Oh my as, god! Like, like you know, uh, uh, short sleeve button up uh, in mask mode now, boy moding as as the kids call it. <laughs> um, uh, you know, like almost like to us would almost look like a Mormon. But, <laughs> but you know, just no, no little plaque on the on the 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 the, the pocket. Um, glasses, uh, hair's a little greasy looking. Just a mm-hmm. you know, just a regular intern that is also a secret ninja. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I think Seiko approaches uh, Jiro's cubicle and uh, says, uh. Oh, I got those printouts for you, sir. <laughs> and just hands, do I, hands him like a stack of papers. Do I do I recognize you? Um. Well, let's I, see. I, I, this is the part I, I've been. I was kind of vamping for time on to go because I was going back and forth. Um. Mm-hmm. Because it's either that you do recognize Seiko and Seiko is doing this to scare you. Or mm-hmm. you don't, and Seiko is just trying to get your secret. Okay. Did, so so I guess, oh, maybe it just comes down to how your role goes. Hmm. Yeah, okay. But I'll, I, I'll use a disguise for this either way. I, th- I Sounds think that, good. that makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay, so. Or 2d6. Why do I keep typing 1d6? What's wrong with me? Alright. That's a six. Okay. So I guess the the Matt the thing is I don't recognize you, and then um maybe you like are able to look over my shoulder like my notes on my computer or some shit. Yeah, or um it, it could be like a maybe it's a uh I, I was thinking it could be just like we have like a conversation, just like a boring office conversation. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, hey, you look kind of down, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. 
And then cool. just, I intimate your secret from that. All right, then. Well, I'm ready to read off my secret, then. I kind of hoped that I could keep this to my chest until the end of the game, but here we go. <clears throat> your clan desires peaceful relations with one of the other clans. Pick one other character and write their name here. There's only one other character. <laughs> your secret mission is to ensure one of the following two conditions. That character succeeds in keeping the god of mist to the end of the scenario, or that character succeeds in their secret goal slash mission, if they have any. So, wow. what you learn about my secret is, <laughs> I've already won it too. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, he comes, he, like, comes up with, like, yeah, I had to, you know one of those situations where you kind of have to, like, let someone else like think they got one over on you in order to do what you need to do. I did that. And so I'm kind of proud of myself, but also, uh, you know, not proud of myself because of what it entailed. Your mission was to like job. So yeah, it's mixed feelings. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think maybe a little bit of, of my, um, of, of like my ideology comes out in the process, but like, because he's sort of like, but if it means that maybe, Maybe if them and I aren't going to be friends about it, if maybe in the future our companies can be friends, it's all worth it. Jeez. Um, Seiko, <laughs> in, in, in intern garb, uh, kind of it is taken aback, I think. Um, mm-hmm. he, and goes... Uh, maybe, maybe the their company doesn't need to be friends, but doesn't need to be enemies either. Ah. <laughs> maybe their company could just let your company go on and just ignore their company. Well, in the long run, what we're hoping for is more of a corporation situation, but uh, I'm getting a little too into the weeds there. <laughs> it's just, then, you know, better better if it can be through a partnership as opposed to a hostile acquisition. And then I think at this point, <laughs> there's like a like some blowhard in the office, a real Steve Lombard type for you super <laughs> It's like, hey, give me a coffee. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why are you just talking to talking to that geek over there? And they go, oh, right away, sir. And they, like, they scuttle off. Oh, uh, okay. excellent. So, uh, yeah, the cards that have been uh, hidden up till now are uh, mostly revealed. The dagger has mm-hmm. changed hands, and uh, things are looking good for Seiko. Um I gotta so, worry about Mina now, though. Yeah, so um, all that's left is the big climax phase, which is the final fight where uh, there's no dropouts. Uh, okay. Oh, God. Do, do we last last ninja standing wins. I was say, I was about to ask Redden about a or after we're past an hour and a half here. So do y'all want to save that for last time? I think I could get it to an hour. Yeah, I think I think that sounds like a good plan to me. Like if we're doing a more involved combat, um, yeah, that, sure. uh, plus like the just the plot beats of the conclusion. Yeah. That sounds good to me. After that little skirmish, I really want to see like I want to see these ninjas go at it for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because here's the thing: like um, 
I only get points for like one of those things being accomplished. I I'm getting that knife back. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Mina's uh, not happy about this either. For, yeah, uh, for reasons neither of you have looked into yet, so this is okay. going to be a fun finale to our first block of Shinobigami on Big Gay Nerds. Be there, and be gay, and be nerdy. If you like it, I mean. <laughs> Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hellblood Hands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Laura Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Neon Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to exclusive content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word about us on social media. We're at biggaynerdscast on Twitter and just biggaynerds on Tumblr and co-host. And if you'd like to hang out with us and other BGN listeners, join the BGN fan discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.